What does Resource Center really mean? We're an insurance and financial services company in South Springfield, and 20 years is our anniversary next year. The company has evolved into what it is today, which was a vision of having a one-stop shop. You hire the best of the best. Yes, we do. Everybody here to me is family. Our guiding principles are... Be kind. Speak honestly. Make it simple. Act fairly. Put people over profits. Simple Solutions. Hey, good morning, everybody in Wildcat Nation. Thanks for joining us once again. Nice weekend. Oh, yeah. Glad to be back here. Yeah. yeah I... Uh, didn't have to canoe in this morning. The streets were <laughs> not flooded too bad. Yeah, I guess in Rogersville we had the um, citywide garage sale. I think that went pretty good. Yeah. Stopped by here for a little bit. Story Church was selling some items, so I think they did okay. But, That's good. Uh, my niece is now working in the coffee shop, but she mostly works evenings. Really? Yep. She works Saturday morning, so. Storytime coffee. Storytime coffee. Got We got our coffee. We're ready to go. Good stuff. Yeah, it is good. But my sports and pickup cover kept the everything in the bed of my truck dry through all this rain. So. Gosh, we're at 10 inches in three months. I don't know. It's insane. It's above normal. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. I think we should save some for August. Yeah. Can't get hay cut. No, that's the real problem is we got yep. all the hay in the field. We can't get it cut. Fields are too wet. Can't get in. Yeah. That so. Deal. Yeah. So we're going to talk about risk and volatility today. You know, the markets are going kind of nuts. I mean, one day they're up, one day they're down. Nobody knows kind of what to do. So I'm going to give you some pointers on historic volatility indicator. Well, buy low and sell high. It's what everybody wants to do, right? Yeah. And what do people normally do? Uh, buy high and sell low. Yep. You know yep. why? Emotions get involved. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing you know, they're knee jerking because they're scared either of loss or they're scared of missing out. Yeah, fear of missing afraid out. Afraid the Joneses are going to outperform them. Mm -hmm. So they jump in and when they should be uh, patiently waiting and timing and doing due diligence and research. If you're going to risk your life savings, <laughs> I think you should take a little Sorry. bit of time. See, it chokes you yeah, up. I've spilt my coffee and everything. <laughs> if you're going to risk your life savings, believe me, take some time, do some due diligence Kind of check things out, you know, look at look at this, look at that, ask a lot of questions, and then go light. Don't go all in, yeah. you know. You know, when we talk about, you know, deviation of stock, you know, the larger the stock has a deviation in its value over a period of time, you can, you can set parameters and look at the deviation of the stock and see what's been going on with it. The larger the, devi the deviation, obviously, the larger the risk of loss. Uh, and so uh, I guess you could just say risk, period. When you say deviation, you're talking about the change in the high and the low in the price of the stock. That's, That's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, go back over a period. See what's the average rate of return. Uh, you know, after fees, don't forget about that. After cost mm. of doing business, uh, you know, check that out. See what that deviation is. Now, if it's got a smaller deviation, that means it's going to have a lower risk uh, to value. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be more, uh, you know, consistent and performance and things like that. Of course, you know, the old adage, you know, you got to take a little risk to get a reward. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess if you're, you know, throwing it against the wall and see if it's going to stick. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could do that. Do that with a small amount of money. Don't do that with your life savings because right. you're going to 
probably come up short the majority of the time. You know, now is not the time to be passive if you're an investor. I think it's it's perfectly good timing to <clears throat> sit down with your financial guy, whoever that may be, and uh, just get some uh, some good conversation about uh, you know your goals, your objectives, what's what's important to you, what you're trying to accomplish, what your time frame is, things like that. I it's got a lot to do with proper investing and being a smart investor. Well, one of the first lessons I think that I learned way back uh, when uh, was about the time value of money and that, you know, a dollar invested when you're 20 is worth a lot more than a dollar invested when you're 50 um, because you can take a little more risks with that. Uh, There's, of course, there's compound interest if you're not, there's little to no risk in that, but just the idea that, hey, I can risk that dollar when I'm 20 and if it goes down to a penny, I've got... 30 years or more to recover from that. Whereas if I'm 50, I can't take the same risk because I don't have as much time to recover. Yeah, that's right. And then I think you got to pay attention to your current situation as well. Well, yeah. And that's what I'm trying to teach my kids is invest young. So invest young, invest often and be consistent, develop good habits. You know, I've, I've, it's kind of funny, you know, people come into my office and we do a kind of a holistic approach to uh, their portfolio and what they're doing. But we take a look overall, uh, pretty much of everything uh, regarding insurance, financial stuff. So I had a guy in the other day, he had $20,000 in credit card debt, running about 16, 18%, uh, you know, cost, you know, interest, right? Mm -hmm. And that's actually pretty good in the credit card world. That's kind of a lower rate. And he had about $20,000 in savings. And he goes, hey, what do you think I should do? I'm thinking I'm going to invest this money differently because he had it in a money market account and I said well yeah you know if you just pay off your debt you'd save yourself about 16 18 percent yeah immediately earn 16 percent on that money that's a pretty good rate of return uh, Mm -hmm. on that money and uh you know whether he agrees or not I don't know that's yet to be seen but you know you got to be kind of practical in how you look at this if you've got debt like that that's eating your lunch I mean uh, that $20,000 debt's probably costing him three or $400 a month. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do the math. You're Which spending, would build his savings back real fast. Oh, absolutely. You're spending three or 4000 5000 a year on interest on a, on a $20,000 debt. I mean, golly, I mean, I can think of better things to do with my money than that. Yeah, but, absolutely. You know, so I think risk, we have to look at, uh, you know, what's your real rate of return? What's... You know, when you're looking at investing in something, uh, what's the real rate of return? What's the cost of the investment? When you look at volatility of the asset, you need to look at different sectors uh, that affect the the sector that you're going into. So if you're investing in one uh, line of business, what affects that? You know, whether it's, uh, you know, convenience stores, restaurants, uh, movie theaters, it doesn't matter what all is going to affect that industry and, and potentially affect your rate of return on that money. Now, when you're, when you're talking to your financial guy, your broker, I think right now you need to be discussing uh, a defensive strategy mm. and an exit strategy. I think people get a little bit blindsided by the growth of market and we've been in this bull market for, 
golly, how many years? Since 2009, maybe. Mm -hmm. We've had a couple of mediocre years and some ups and downs. But look at the pandemic year. Good grief. The market recovered and went up 50% in eight months. And, you know, now, don't think that's going to be the norm. It's not. You need to be thinking, you know, what's going to happen if the market becomes bearish? What's my defensive strategy you know, in maneuvering? How am I going to preserve all these gains that I've got the last few years? What's the tax legislation? You know, the current administration keeps talking about uh, they're not going to raise taxes. Well, believe me, they're going to raise taxes because they're giving money away we don't have. So now taxes are going to, you know, go through the roof. So when you think about it, uh, you know, when you've got a tax environment that's a most favorable environment that we've been in probably in our lifetime right now, then you ask yourself, now might be a good time to convert my IRA to a Roth because I'm mm. going to pay less tax right. than I will five, 10 years from now. And so you develop a strategy instead of, um, you know, maybe converting all of it, maybe just part of it. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm. Get some coffee. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. And, uh, you know, one of the questions that I had is, um, is there a certain age you need to be before you can convert a Roth to a traditional or a traditional IRA to a Roth or? No, I mean, you just got to be willing to accept the tax liability as you do that. Um, and, you know, put a lot of thought into that. You don't want to just knee jerk and go out and convert it $100,000 in IRA money because you, you, know, you, got, you got tax liability that year and it's going to affect your earned income and your passive income. Mm. So, you know, you got to think through those things. And, you know, uh, let's not forget, you know, interest rates, they're at pretty much all-time lows. That's why everybody's buying a house right now. But that's going to come back up. And mm-hmm. when that does, how's that going to affect the markets? How's that going to affect, uh, you know, uh, doing business? Right now, things are so cheap, people are out spending money they don't have and buying things they don't need. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So, you know, all of this, I think, will run its cycle. And then how's that going to affect your investments? And I think having a defensive strategy, it's okay to make money, right? Mm, Yes. But let's think on both sides. Okay, now once this runs its course, what's going to be our strategy to get out? That's the conversation you should be having with your money guy right now. And then, you know, that, that leads into, okay, what is our exit strategy? At what point do we exit the market into cash? and just set tight and wait for the next big run. And I think those types of conversations right now are going to pay off in the long run. And if you don't feel comfortable talking to your money guy about stuff like that, because a lot of people don't want to sound uh, dumb about money, you know, and this stuff is very confusing. You and I learn all the time. All the time. Being, I mean, the, uh, being willing to be dumb is the easiest way to get smart. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're not comfortable talking to your people, I mean, come and see me. I'll sit down and, you know, we'll kick it around. And you can't ask me any dumb questions because I learn from my clients all the time. And hopefully they learned a little bit from me. But, you know, I like to just get down to the nitty gritty. And I really would rather know what's their, what are you trying to accomplish? What's your objective? Yep, That's more important to me than where we invest the money because there's lots of places to put money, you know. And, <clears throat> excuse me. We can get a hold of you at 882-1800. Yeah. Call the Resource Center 
and we'll be happy to sit down and talk to you. Yeah, and hey, don't forget, we've got some workshops coming up on our estate planning, Planning Made Simple. Tomorrow night. And, you know, if you haven't attended one of our workshops, I think you should. Uh, They're just good information. We We have a pretty good time. Yeah, we have a pretty good time. We've got people coming right now that are that are going to, they're anxious to get there because they've heard that it's such a, a good informative. Well, we've had people come back for a second showing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was so yep. good. We want to say it again. Yep. So they absolutely. come back again. But yeah, uh, check us out. 882-1800, the Resource Center. Give us a call. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for watching. Sounds good. Yep. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and the Resource Center, Inc. are not affiliated risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet a particular need of an individual situation. The Resource Center, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this podcast shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein, provided by third parties, have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by the Resource Center, Inc. This podcast is a paid placement.